Life originated in water, or so we always heard. In reality, it could have begun in ice. We know that it all started more than three billion years ago with simple microbes, and it's been evolving ever since. However, there are many theories about how exactly it happened. Maybe not heat, but cold was the beginning of everything. Cells were the first tiny life forms, but before we had fully developed cells, there were simpler things that couldn't survive on their own. Certain important chemicals for life, like the mentioned amino acids, usually float in water in tiny amounts. First, they needed something to help them stay together without spreading all over the place. Otherwise, they would have gotten lost in the sea. And second, they needed to stick together in groups to form more complex things. Moreover, when they started to form in groups, they started the process of evolution. They chose the best molecules to do specific tasks and kicked out the faulty ones. Without this organization, the fastest replicators or parasites would have taken over. There were several ways they could organize themselves. Three billion years ago, oceans were covered in ice. And it turned out that certain important chemicals for life, such as amino acids and nucleic acids, are more stable in colder temperatures. When water freezes, these chemicals that hang out in the oceans get packed together, making it easier for life to form. Or maybe what helped them were special spots called hydrothermal vents. Imagine the deepest, darkest parts of the ocean floor where hot water shoots out from cracks in the Earth's crust. Life might have started right there, in these extreme conditions. These vents spew out important elements like carbon and hydrogen, which are crucial for life. As the superheated water travels through the Earth's crust, it picks up other important stuff like minerals. When it finally bursts out of the vents, it creates a kind of soup rich in chemicals. In the rocky crevices around these vents, all these molecules could have come together and sparked the first signs of life. The hot, mineral-rich environment acted like a kitchen to cook the first recipes ever for living things. Even today, these vents are home to vibrant ecosystems, showing that life can thrive in extreme conditions. Ancient stories also talk about life starting from clay. It turns out that this idea has a scientific basis, too. Imagine tiny particles of clay, like little grains of sand, sticking together in a structured way. As they grow and get bigger, they keep their original shape intact. They form bigger areas and clumps. They become kind of like patches, clay clumps with tiny holes inside. Each patch may be exposed to different things in the environment, like different chemicals or substances. When these outside molecules go through the clay, they get trapped along the way. Once trapped, these molecules get organized in specific patterns within the clay. This process is compared to how our genes organize things. Just like genes tell our bodies how to arrange different parts, the clay patches organize molecules. This theory was created back in the 80s, although it was very controversial at the time. We need more investigation to figure out whether this is true or not. 
Ancient people could have been onto something when they said that we all started with Zeus's lightning. Life itself is a chemical reaction, and it needs energy. Without energy, nothing happens. Cells are the building blocks of life. You can picture these cells as tiny factories bustling with activity, constantly working to keep you alive. Just like every factory needs a power source to keep its machines running smoothly, they need energy to do their job. In the world of cells, that power source is something called ATP, which stands for adenosine triphosphate. It's an organic molecule. There are also some backup generators with fancy names like theoesters, acyl phosphates, and reduced ferrodoxin. They basically work like extra boosts. When life first started, it needed energy to make complex stuff like proteins and DNA. Back then, this energy came from the environment. It could be light, heat, chemicals, or even lightning. That lightning might have kickstarted life. Back in the 1950s, scientists did something called the Miller-Urey experiment. They zapped a mix of gases that mimicked Earth's early atmosphere with electric sparks. Suddenly, that caused amino acids and sugars, the basic stuff of life, to pop out. All living things share a special code called DNA, the genetic code. It's one of the oldest and most important things about life, and we think this code existed in the very first forms of life too. This code is quite tricky. It involves putting the right building blocks, amino acids, together in the right order. And there are special molecules called tRNA and mRNA that help with this process. The early version of this code was probably simpler than what we have now. It might have used shorter instructions, like using just two letters instead of three. Scientists are still figuring out how DNA first appeared at all. Some think it might have started alongside metabolism, where certain molecules helped put the right building blocks together. Now they think that the secret to understanding how DNA and proteins are formed lies in looking at RNA. RNA is a versatile player, a molecule that can do some of the jobs of both DNA and proteins. In the past, it could have been the star before DNA and proteins took over. And even though they're the main players now, RNA still has important roles in living things. For example, it can switch genes on and off, controlling how cells behave. But then comes the next question. How did RNA come to be? Well, we need to look for even simpler origins. RNA are big and complicated molecules, but life could have begun with smaller ones bumping into each other and starting chemical reactions. These reactions might have happened inside tiny capsules that acted like cell membranes. Over time, they might have evolved into more complex ones that could do the job better. In other words, Life could have started with a basic recipe and slowly added more ingredients. Every living thing is made of carbon. Carbon is an essential life block. It's the stuff that makes molecules, and they form cells, tissues, and organs. 
Earth was very different many years ago. There were no plants or trees, and the air was different too. Instead of the oxygen we breathe now, there were gases like hydrogen, nitrogen, hydrogen sulfide, and of course, carbon dioxide, which contained carbon. In this ancient world, life might have started in a way where organisms didn't eat other organisms for energy. Perhaps they made their own food from these simple chemicals. They could eat this carbon dioxide, kind of like plants do today, and this is where they receive their carbon from. We call this autotrophic origin. They think that certain metals like iron and nickel, along with minerals containing them, played a big role in this process. These metals and minerals acted like assistants, helping chemical reactions happen that were important for life to begin. They were found all over the Earth back then, especially in places where there wasn't much oxygen. And finally, we have a wild theory that life didn't start on Earth at all. It could have been brought to us from somewhere else. Rocks from Mars sometimes get blasted into space by big cosmic collisions. Some of these rocks have ended up on Earth, carrying tiny microbes with them. So maybe, while we search for life on Mars, it could have been the red planet that started our very own life. Or maybe it wasn't Mars. Others suggest that life might have hitched a ride on comets from other star systems, traveling through space until they landed here. But if life did come from somewhere else, it just raises more questions. For example, how did life start in space in the first place? This is why scientists are a bit skeptical about this idea, which is called panspermia. In any case, the origins of life are a huge mystery, and we'll need decades of research to figure out the full answer. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side.